Welcome to PICGO Happenings. I'm your host, Diana McFarland. I'm here to give you a front row view of county government. Welcome listeners to this episode of PICGO Happenings. We are so glad you have decided to join us again today. Well, a little over a year ago, you, our listeners and residents, passed a referendum to raise the sales tax by 1%. The revenue from this increase is to be used, of course, strictly for school infrastructure improvements. Now, on September 5th, Pennsylvania County received its first infusion of this, of this revenue, and so far to date, it has collected $860,985, and it's estimated that by the end of May, the county will have collected around $2.6 million. Now, this additional revenue won't last forever as the referendum expires in 2042. And county officials estimate it will generate about $3 million a year, and each installment is received on the 25th of each month. Now, recently, the Pennsylvania County School Board has indicated that it plans to get started on its first project, infrastructure project, next summer, and this will be installing safety vestibules in the schools. To talk with us today about this project and other plans the school division plans to use this money for, um, is Dr. Mark Jones. He's a superintendent of Pennsylvania County Schools. Welcome to the program, Dr. Jones. Ms. McFarland, thank you very much for having me here today, and thank you very much for allowing me to, to speak to our community uh, regarding how uh, the the sales tax referendum money will be used uh, to, to pay for capital projects in Pennsylvania County. I'd like to begin by thanking the Board of Supervisors and the School Board for approving this, and then also like to thank the community for voting in favor of this last November. You mentioned that uh, the first priority uh, is safety, the safety vestibules, and that was uh, spoken about uh, often as we uh, met with the community members regarding the sales tax referendum, that safety would come first. And so this summer, the summer of 24, uh, we will begin uh, utilizing a sales tax referendum money by installing in our 10 elementary schools safety vestibules, but also in our four middle schools will install safety vestibules as well. We're also going to uh, place on the glass uh, in our entry entryways a ballistic type of film that that will uh, deter quick entrance to our buildings. So we'll do that as well as uh, the, the glass in front of our cafeterias. Uh, we'll do that as well. So that will begin this summer, but also this summer, we're also going to look at um, Stony Mill Elementary School, and we're going to uh, replace HVAC units, and then the windows there. Those windows are very old. Those buildings were built in the, in the early 1960s, so we'll replace the windows there. That's going to be at a cost of about $7.4 million. $900,000 will come from the sales tax referendum funds to pay for that, but we have secured a a school construction assistance program grant called a SCAP grant from the State Department, Virginia Department of Education, as well as we're going to use CARES Act funds and carryover funding to pay for the the other amount of money um, that the nine hundred thousand doesn't cover. So be the seven point four million dollars subtract the nine hundred thousand for the uh, the sales tax referendum funds, but then the, that that amount left over will pay for for through with the SCAP grant and the CARES Act funds and carryover funding. Now, will that cover the safety bills? And the HVAC and the windows? $2.5 million dollars will, of the sales tax referendum will be used to pay for the safety vestibules. Oh, okay, okay. But the project for Stony Mill, only $900,000 of, of sales tax money will be used for that project. The other amount, the, the difference, about 
uh, $6.5 million we pay for with the SCAP grant, CARES Act funds, and carryover funding. Okay. And can you tell our listeners why you'll be doing this next summer and not starting on it immediately? Well, what, we, what we've done is that we've worked with the county. Um, our finance departments have worked together to, to track funds as they come in. So we've looked at the three first three months that you mentioned earlier and to see how, what, what will the money look like. So this coming summer, we feel like we can pay for right away those projects. The next phase, we're going to work with the county to, to look at what type of financing we need to do to pay for additional phases. So phase two right now is beginning to start in, during the summer of 25. And phase two right now will include HVAC and winter replacements for Southside Elementary School and Union Hall Elementary School, as well as a 12-room addition at Kentuck Elementary School. And that will, estimated cost for those three projects is about $18 million. We've also applied for SCAP grant money from the State Department. Mm -hmm. So the hope is that we'll find an additional $5.4 million from the SCAP, SCAP grant to help us with that. But then that would be funded through uh, sales tax referendum funds. Now, did the sales tax referendum, did that really give you like a nice base that you could proceed with this where you otherwise might not have been able to? It has. You know, if, if we go back and, and kind of discuss what I previously talked about, those items like HVAC, window replacements, those things would have to be done anyway. So those are items that were on our capital improvement plan that some way or another we would have to fund. You know, our buildings were built in the early 1960s. Eight of our elementary schools were, or prior to the 1960s. A couple were built prior to the 1960s. You know, those buildings are in need of repair. And sales tax, again, I, I, we really appreciate our community stepping forward and, and through the referendum voting for this. It really will help um, our school vision out. And we think take a burden off of other other taxes that, that have, in the past have been utilized for capital projects. And you're doing these projects in the summer because the kids aren't in school? We are. Now, this summer, phase one, our, our hope is that we can finish those all before students come back. And that's the plan. Phase two is a little different. We'll start in the summer, uh, but phase two uh, will take, in particular, the the expansion of Kentuck will take a year or so to, to have that come to to completion. Uh, but the plan is again to start this summer. We would uh, we think we get those projects done this summer, but in twenty five, a couple of those projects may take longer. Now, do the high schools already have a safety vestibule built in? They do. If you recall. Um, our high schools were renovated in 2010. Okay. And when you go into those, there's a double entryway into our high school. And you mentioned something about putting this film um, ballistic covering on the cafeteria windows. Is that at the high school because they have the big glass fronts on them? It is, yes, ma'am. You know, back when we renovated, they're beautiful high schools. The caps are beautiful. Who would have thought that here we are in 2023 and have to look at something like that? But, but we do have the ballistic film that we can put on the windows. We, we're, we've already started this in the northern part of the county. We're working south. So some of our schools, I'll, I'll mention one, Gretna L, elementary school already has some ballistic film on. Mm -hmm. And you can't tell it. You know, they, they, they come and install it. You can't really tell it's there. So they, they do an excellent job. But it, 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 it is there. Uh, someone cannot get through that glass, beat their way through that glass. So it's, 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 it's quite a bit of protection there. Can you see through it? it just yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. You can't even tell it's on there. It's just oh. yeah, so. What's it made out of? Uh, it's, it's a, it's a, a 
a resin, a film uh, that they put over that's very has a high tensile value to it, I imagine. So, so it's very, very strong. Uh, but it's just like a film that they put on the witness. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So you got the, the safety vegetables, uh, the HVAC, the windows. Have you planned any further into the future? Yes, ma'am. So we talked about Kentuck's addition, and that's to eliminate the mobile units. Oh, Again, right, another yeah. safety, a safety issue so kids don't have to walk outside. Students don't have to walk outside in classes. We have other schools with mobile units. Uh, we have Southside, Stony Mill, Union Hall, Hurt, and Mount Airy. That, in the next phase, will work to eliminate those mobile units. We also have detached gyms at some of our elementary schools. And we want to build a corridor that connects the gym to the school. Mm-hmm. So that's in the plans. As well as, we'd like to construct exterior restrooms at Tulsa Middle School and Gretna. Exterior restrooms? Yes, ma'am. Um, what will those be? I mean, is that for like events? Yeah, for, for particular for parks and rec, for mm-hmm. outside activities. Oh, okay. So, you know, if, if we have a baseball game there or football, parents don't have to come inside to use the restrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's nice. Well, it sounds like you've already lined up some financing. So how much do you have to go to the Board of Supervisors at all after the, at this point? Well, we, we've only talked about, well, I'll tell you, our, our building committee uh, or our school board uh, meets with the county administrator and director of finance, or we'll meet with the board of supervisors mm-hmm. and their their building committee to talk about this and talk about uh, financing. So that's that would be the next step of this in the spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, early spring, we'll talk about the financing of uh, phase two uh, and then look at the best options for that. And then we want to look at you know, whether or not you, you finance a large phase, you know, a large, the large project, or do you want to finance maybe a two smaller projects over time? And we want to look at what, as far as best financing options mean, what's the, the best cost, the cheapest cost in, in what we plan to do. Yeah, Director Finance, um, Kim Vanderheide has talked about the pros and cons of pay-as-you-go sort of way and then yeah. taking out loans, and I guess that's a juggling act you all be doing. And, and thank goodness we have those good finance people that can work that through uh, with uh, an agency that, that we work with. And Mrs. Vanderhyde and Mrs. Tracy Worley are very good in been speaking with that group about the best financing options for the school division. But that works through the board of supervisors and the school board working on that. So when will you be bringing your budget out to the school board so folks can take a look at that? We, we get to we'll receive the governor's budget. Uh, right now, I think it's going to be December the 20th. That comes out, and then we will look, use that to build our budget from. Mm-hmm. And then the General Assembly, both the House and Senate, will, will provide versions of their budget. Then from the Virginia Department of Education, they'll give us some information that's more specific to our division and what these look like. And so that that will give us an idea of state funds. And then we will we will meet with our, our school board. And then our school board will meet with the Board of Supervisors to talk about budget. Um, and that, that usually takes place in February or March or mm-hmm. March. And then, you know, we looked at a final budget by the end of March. Okay. How supportive is the state when it comes to school infrastructure? You know, is there a lot of um, opportunities available there? More so now. School divisions are in the same circumstance that we're in. A lot of school divisions built their schools in the 60s mm-hmm. and early 70s. And now those buildings are getting older. So the state is realizing that school divisions, counties need assistance uh, with the renovations that are, that are needed. Divisions, so we're seeing some assistance from the state. We always would encourage our, our legislators to look at those capital 
needs for divisions in addition to the operational types of things. Is there anything else you want to tell our listeners about about these projects going forward? Uh, no, I just want to go back and thank our community for supporting this. And again, we our school board is open. Please share with our school board members or, or our staff uh, the needs that, that you see uh, and, and for our county students. Uh, we, we feel like that we provide a, a very good good opportunities for, for our students, but we're always always looking at ways to improve what we do. Okay, and I, I need to mention that the county has set up a um, sales tax dashboard on our website, and there you can go hover over the government tab, and you can see right at the top it says school sales tax, and you can go and see how much money has been collected, and when it starts being spent, that will be very transparent and will show where, where that money is being spent. Well, Dr. Jones, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to PITCO Happenings. I hope you learned something informative. If you have a question or want to make a comment, give me a call or send a text to 434-489-8739.